when you have a bunch of cows and livestock, you need to pay attention to their feet. And what happens is they can get holes in them. They can get like gaps. They can have what's called a uh, white line defect, which is the outside of their hoof can separate and then dirt and debris can get in there and then bacteria grows. And that's what causes digital dermatitis or hoof ulcers. And what you need to do is you need to grind down that keratin. It's a keratin outside seal. Make sure that you get all that loose horn out of there, uh, the, the hoof horn, so that the new fresh horn can grow right out of the corium. And you, you, know, you wrap it up. And what you want to do is you want to use salicylic acid to kill the um, digital dermatitis, the bacteria that causes it. And you also want to douse it in iodine. That'll dry it out. That'll really sterilize the area. And you might even want to, depending on which one it's in, usually it's on the inside hoof, you want to prop up that outside hoof with either a wood or uh, rubber or plastic block, and then you're going to want to wrap up that inside hoof and take that pressure off. Usually it's on the back foot because um, that's where they hold a lot of their weight. You don't want to take off as much hoof on male cows as you do on, I'm sorry, bulls as you do on um, female cows. Heifers. Yeah, heifers, yeah. yeah. You okay. sound like a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> Could you do this to my feet? I think it would be really relaxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just awesome. need a, a angle grinder and a knife. <laughs> yeah, grind my corium, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we don't want to get too close to the corium. I've got a knife. Okay. I don't have an angle grinder. I'll show you some pictures. <laughs> I'll grind your angle. I've ordered all the supplies, and I'll be doing this to local dogs and cats <laughs> and humans. Do you like Disney? Do you like movies? Do you like friends who watch these movies? Disney Channel. Tipsy Paddle. Disney Channel. Everybody. Welcome to the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, the podcast where we watch and review all the decoms from A to Z and on. My name's Brandon, and I want to watch a cow giving birth again. My name is James, and I want to watch the cow getting its hooves trimmed. My name's Brennan, and I want to watch. <laughs> My name Ryan Metz. I want to watch the cow getting turned into a hot dog so I can <laughs> cut it with a chef's knife and eat it like a yogurt. I don't think that's how that works, Ryan. Well... It is, because I said it is. Okay, I believe you. Welcome, everybody, to episode 60 of the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. Ryan, you just had an existential crisis. Oh, I lived a thousand lifetimes in that moment. Not only is this a special episode because we've officially watched 90 hours worth of this content. Oh, my God. But it's also special because now three of us are in a room together for the first time in however long. This is a lab, and pretty soon we're going to be dropping a new variant of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. New strain just dropped. What's the last one? Delta? Yeah, we're, gonna, we're up to Epsilon now. This is Xenon, is our new the strain. Xenon strain. The Xenon strain of COVID. Yeah, it, 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 makes you, it makes you sweat really hard and say Zetus Lapidus all the time. <laughs> My name is Ryan Metz, COVID. and this is not admissible in a court of law. Zoom, well, zoom, that's a zoom. Good one. This COVID straight makes your heart go boom, boom, boom. <laughs> we are the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, and this is a podcast about movies and drinking. And this movie is called Cowbells. I've actually been waiting to do this one for a while. It stars Ali and AJ. Uh, the tagline is what? Spoiled Rich Girl. From Spoiled Rich Girls to Cream of the Crop. Uh, yeah. It's about two rich girls. Their daddy owns a milk farm, a milk business. They a make yogurt, yogurt factory. A yogurt, yogurt factory. Yeah. And, uh, and they're cheese. very irresponsible milk until they farm. start to work there. They do cheese too, but it's a dairy product. Yeah. Do we ever see the cheese? 
No, but they talk about it. They say the know. cheese went bad. Along no. with we the see yogurt. farmer cheese, we see cream cheese, mm-hmm. but we don't see cheese cheese. No. Yeah. Oh, well. But anyway, uh, that's the movie. And before we get into the movie, we're called the Tipsy Panel for a reason. Why and is that, that reason, Ryan, is because James made a really tasty drink. And we're going to talk about that drink, and we're going to drink that drink. James, tell us about the drink. We have tackled the White Russian. Oh, shit. It's Ooh. The milkiest drink there is. It's uh, two ounce vodka, one ounce of Kahlua, which is coffee cream, and one ounce of regular heavy cream. Um, when there's that few ingredients in the drink, one, the ratio is important, and two, the way you kind of treat it. So for this one, you put the vodka and the Kahlua together over ice and let that sit for a little bit. Just get it watered down with the ice. And then whip your cream a little bit or put it in a shaker with another uh, like little bit of ice and maybe do like 30 seconds and then pour that gently over the top so then you get the flavor of the drink and then you get the nice creamy top mm. and that'll be like a like a little it's the little things when it comes to drinks with like two three ingredients so yeah I gotta be honest those are the last three things I'd ever want in a drink mm-hmm. but you did it well thank you yeah it tastes nice Hey, everybody, if you guys want to make this drink, you can because you don't just have to hear that recipe. We're going to post it on our Instagram, at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. You'll see a nice little picture of this thing I'm drinking, and you can make your own. And tell us that you made it, and show us that you made it, and we'll feature it on our Instagram. Um, And if you count how many white Russians the dude drinks in Cowbells, uh, it's a drinking game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really ties the room together. <laughs> we got a call, by the way. Uh, we got a call on the Tipsy Panel hotline from a fan who is my, maybe is anonymous. I'm going to call you uh, Fargle. And Fargle <laughs> asked if uh, we made a promise on the podcast a while ago that if somebody made all of the drinks, that we'd have them on the show. And Fargle asked, is that just the drinks in the recipe book, which is on our Instagram or is it all of the drinks that we've done across all of the 60 episodes? And uh, to that, Fargal, I will answer, you have to make every drink ever in existence. All mm-hmm. of them, even the ones that we haven't done. <laughs> so you have to make yeah. bum wine. You have to mm-hmm. make that drink where the indigenous people chew up the ingredients <laughs> and then spit it back out. You yep. have, you to, have make... to make spooky seltzer. Horchata. Mm-hmm. You, you have to make your own milk. You have to produce yeah. milk. You have to produce milk. Yeah. Good luck. Uh-huh. Just squeeze it, squeeze it out. Well, they call this room that we're in right now the milk factory. So mm-hmm. draw your own conclusions from that. <laughs> Fargo, make the drinks. Just po- just send them to us. We want to see what you make. And you'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, 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 we'll call you. Yeah. We want to talk to you. We, we, we love our fans. Yeah. Especially right, Fargo. Yeah, Fargo's yeah. the best. A true day one homie. Fargle is my nargle. <laughs> all right, so I think we should talk about this movie, but before we talk about the movie itself, we all played a oh little game. God. Brandon, you want to tell us about the game? Yeah, uh, tell me, take a look at the poster. Tell me what you think the movie is before you watch it. Tipsy treatments. I forgot to do it, but I'll tell you what I think it is based on looking at it now. Because Ryan hasn't watched the movie. Uh, that's partially true. I thought it was uh, two girls that go to a farm to live a simple life because they're rich. You know, I didn't watching this now in 2021. I totally forgot 
that the Simple Life was so huge. Yeah. This was what, 2006? And Simple Life must have been like 2002, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Simple Life was 2003 to 2007. So this was like yeah. its peak. Right in there. Yeah. That's hot. <laughs> they even kind of look like Paris and Nicole on the poster. So that's what I thought this was. It was like the Simple Life. And they do mm. say that's hot at least three times. Oh, I wrote down the that. line that AJ says to her dad, Daddy, that's so hot. Ew. Which 15 years later, not a line that aged well. Oh, lock it away. Daddy, that's so hot. Ugh. <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> Let me make your yogurt. We're going to try to out, outgross each other. They... <laughs> they work at a yogurt factory. <laughs> Ryan, hit me with your tipsy treatment. That was my tipsy treatment. Oh, okay. Daddy What's make yours? me yogurt factory. Daddy. Huh? Well, I, I can't, I couldn't do a tipsy treatment because I already knew what this movie was about. Um, but instead, what I did was I made her. I knew that there would be an Ali and AJ song in here, so I guessed the name of the song and the lyrics to the chorus. Now, <laughs> the song is obviously going to be a pop rock song. You know, it's a pop, it's a pop song decorated like a punk song or like a pop punk song. It's called Gotta Get Over It, and here are the lyrics. Give it a shout now. Today you're a rock star. Nobody's going to tell you how. Together we'll do it. There's nothing to it. Nobody's going to keep us down. You got to get over it. I typed that out basically with predictive text. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I could have heard this being in the movie. Give it a shout now. Today you're a rock star. Nobody's going to stop you now. Pretty good. I legit, while you were saying that, I couldn't remember if you said that you wrote it or it was the actual (laughs) lyrics. And I was, it was a toss up. That's the thing about pop. That ruled. Thank you. My treatment, uh, I thought this was going to go way different. I give myself a literal zero on this uh the the tagline is from spoiled rotten to cream of the crop and also in the poster that we see there's they're riding a horse and the horse has a nice pink bow on its tail so i thought that they were gonna like enter it a horse jesus cow Dude, that's a, it's a big cow that's what the uh, fuck the heat is getting to me uh i so uh the cow has a nice pink bow on its tail and so I thought that they were going to be in some sort of cow pageant situation and they were going to win a nice blue ribbon uh, or like give it a makeover and they were going to gain appreciation for hard work. They did do that last thing, but not at all in that fashion. So five out of 100. That's not bad. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Five out of 100 is not too bad. Yeah. Um, all I said is city girls get a taste of the country life. That's Just it. Like That's, me. Yeah, pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Um, but now I want to now I want to intercept our segment with a new segment called "Who Said It," Allie or AJ. Boom. Ooh. All right. Number Are you going one, to differentiate but for those who don't know between who's Allie and who's AJ? And no. Uh, good. Good, because I also don't know. <laughs> All right. Who said it, Allie or AJ? I have earned my place in heaven. Allie. Oh, Allie. AJ. AJ is correct. Nailed it. Wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> how about... How about... I'll leave when I'm good and ready. Allie. Allie. It? AJ. <laughs> uh, 
AJ is correct. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Are you, you hesitated there, Brennan. Is, are, 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 are these well-documented quotes? Who said it? Who said it? Number three. This is the last one. Forgive, but don't forget. Allie. Allie. No, no, no. See, this is a trick question. It was the dad. Allie is correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. That was definitely something I prepared a long time ago. <laughs> I had a lot of fun doing it, and I'm glad that you did it. You're welcome. Um, who said it? You're right. Mm, Ryan. The cow. AJ. Uh, one of them said it. Oh. I think we're all right. Yep. Yeah. Yay. One of those. All right. Time for the movie. Time for the movie. So, uh, the opening scene of this movie is Allie, Allison Michalka. Um, I don't, I don't remember the characters' names. I have them written down. It doesn't matter. They're Allie and AJ. Uh, <laughs> Allie's doing her driver's permit test, um, <laughs> and she's a good driver. Like you know, you would, you would expect the trope to be like, oh, she's a, she's a teen girl. She's too distracted to drive, but she's very good at driving. But the only thing is she needs to be on the phone. So she asked the driver guy to like hold the phone as she gives fashion advice to her sister about how they both want to wear orange, which crazy. Yeah. I, I know I'm not very in tune with the fashion here, but absolutely chaotic energy to start this off by saying they're fashionable girls who both really want to wear an orange dress. But I digress. But they have it. They're like, oh, we each pick our thing for the year. And her thing this year is orange. Bad thing. They yeah. picked poorly. Yep. Um, but the driver got the the driver's ed instructor is going to fail her because she's just too annoying. And he's like, "You're so you're clearly used to getting your way all the time, so I'm going to fail you." <laughs> and her way out, you think it's, "Oh, I'm gonna call daddy up and he's going to fix it." But instead, she goes, "Okay, so then I'm going to take my test here again, and I'm going to personally request you, and I'm going to request you every time, and I'm going to keep coming, and I'm going to keep talking to you, and it's going to be great." And the guy's like, uh, "Okay, you passed." <laughs> I, I thought that was a good opener. Yeah. It was it, it did subvert my expectations because she is self-aware but also competent. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I, I liked that. It's it's more interesting than most of the the lead that the leads that we get in these movies. Strong analysis, Brandon. Thank you. You get Thank a thumbs up for that. Oh hell yeah. Wow, we're already rating things. Um I watched uh the movie at double speed. Um, and I was on the train while I watched this part. So all I saw was. <laughs> so I like your analysis for that reason. Thank you. I want to know what the songs sound like when you do this. Sometimes better and sometimes worse. Yeah. Sound. Sometimes exactly the same. Yeah. What did the, uh, the bluegrass songs sound like? Oh, um, they sounded like, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, Quasimodo. <laughs> no, no, because the the tone remains the same. It just is faster. It, it sounded like Billy Strings. Mm, yeah, I could see that. Who's really cool? You guys should look him up. That's my plug for the episode. By the way, listen to um, "Dust in a Baggie" by Billy Strings. Oh, so um, the conflict arises because both of these girls are too irresponsible with their money and just with everything in general they're all about daddy's plastic and they 
try to take daddy's plastic to a store. Don't say daddy's plastic. Well, yeah, daddy's plastic, baby. <laughs> daddy's yogurt. Daddy's yogurt, daddy's plastic. They're all about daddy in this movie. <laughs> no. They burned down daddy's off. kitchen. Yeah, yeah. They, that's the conflict. They burned down daddy's kitchen in an incredibly contained fire. <laughs> yeah. This fire was on a stovetop. They threw a dish rag onto an open fire. And it only burned the the range. It yeah. did not affect the wooden cabinets right next to nope. the range. It did not affect any other part of the kitchen. Didn't hit the ceiling. Truly, oh my god, a miracle. You guys, we never. So it, he's a single father. Do you think Allie and AJ killed their mom in an act of ignorance? Oh whoa! Because <laughs> we never it, learn how she dies. Well, I have a theory and oh, it's 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 it, it is kind of going ahead a little bit but you brought it up so i'm gonna bring up the theory so the main conflict of this movie once they you know the first act is them fucking up at the burning down the, their kitchen and then they go to work at the yogurt factory <laughs> then one of the owners is committing uh he's embezzling all of the funds and they go broke and the mother, the, 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 you know, the co-owner, the two owners of the yogurt factory are Ali and AJ's dad and some other guy who was definitely just cast by, we need dark-haired, bad businessman. And they, they got the guy. And I wasn't available. Yeah, so they <laughs> had to pass. Brent, Brendan was busy shooting High School Musical because that was filming around the same time. She was Zac Efron's was stunt Zac double. Zac Efron's stunt double, Brandon! <laughs> hey. Hell yeah. <laughs> So, um, the mother also worked at the factory, and she clearly had a lead role. And all we know is that she's passed away. And we also know that this other owner has done some shady stuff in the past. Oh. I think, think that, oh my God, he tipped a cow onto her. I was going to say he threw her in a big vat of yogurt. I was going to say, answer yeah, works too. she died yeah. in a daddy's yogurt related incident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she got turned into mommy yogurt. cheese. <laughs> you, guys, there's God. only a certain amount of daddy's yogurt that anyone can handle. And when Stop daddy it. gets excited. <laughs> my mom listens oh. to this sometimes. Hi, Brennan's mom. We oh. love you. Oh. I'm sorry that she listens to this. I should be nicer in, gen <laughs> in general, not even just on the podcast, just in general. Oh, we have fun. Here, did she don't get? We? Did she get like fermented into mommy brie, or like, mommy's cheddar? Mommy's cheddar, yeah, mommy's cheddar. Kids, mommy's got the blue. <laughs> Mama's manchego. <laughs> Every couple of months, we have to scrape the mold off of mommy's edges. Oh. <laughs> What does that even mean? Trim her hooves. I don't worry about it. <laughs> so she doesn't get digital dermatitis. No, please don't do this. Okay, before this show started, we talked a lot about... Uh, James, what have you been watching? Hoof trimming videos. The Hoof GP on YouTube is amazing, and YouTube's algorithm is fucked up. <laughs> it's a, a Scottish hoof technician who goes to farms and trims the hooves of cows and finds what's wrong with them, and it's riveting stuff. Everybody, welcome to James's Cow Corner. This is the part of the show where he analyzes the cow hooves in the movies. There weren't enough! Us, yeah. 
They, I wanted to, I wanted to know what all four of those cows' hooves had going on. Were there any white line defects? Was there digital dermatitis? Did they have, you know, hoof ulcers? How's their corium holding up? Do they have any loose horn kind of creating any abscesses or gaps in their hooves? You got to look at those back hooves. That's where they hold a lot of their weight. I, I didn't, I couldn't rest in this movie. Martha, the cow, I was concerned with her. About who, her. Who was the first guy to milk a cow? Yeah. Ooh. That was daddy. Me. It was daddy. <laughs> it was daddy. That was me. I am daddy. All right. Um, Welcome to the milking hour. The Disney Channel tipsy panel. One, uh, one character that I want to talk about in this movie is uh, Allie's love interest, the, the farm boy. I don't remember his name. It's probably like Jared or 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 Jay. Robbie. Oh. Robbie. Uh, I have to go to IMDb for this because I genuinely don't know Jackson. Jackson. I knew it was a J name. Oh my god. <sighs> I should have known. Jackson. That. Yeah. So she uh, she she went. I killed your truck, Jackson. <laughs> I killed your truck. Are we supposed <laughs> to like Jackson? He's by far the shittiest guy I've seen in any of these movies. Yeah. I think he's even shittier than that guy in Cloud Nine who like sabotages Dove Cameron's oh. career just so he could like then break up with her. Like, yeah, uh, that guy uh, was shitty. This guy I think is worse because they Dude. set him up as like a viable love interest. We're supposed to like him. But he is just rude as hell to her the whole time. He's teaching her to drive stick shift. And he's just yelling the commands at her like, you have to press the clutch. You have to go to the top left. And she obviously doesn't get it. Then they take a step back. They breathe. He tells her the exact same instructions. And she does it right. And he says, you see what happens when you try? No, dude. The problem was not her trying. The problem is that you're just yelling commands at her. It's, true. it's no surprise that she crashed your truck into a swamp. They she didn't st- crash it. She killed yeah. it. <laughs> they start I off. Your truck. They Sorry. start off at each other's throats too, though. She goes, he says, like, you're being very condescending. And she goes, wow, condescending's a big word for a farm boy. Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> I'm glad she doesn't. Ironic. I'm glad she doesn't take a shit. Yeah, true. Um, Well, just while we're on the topic of the love interest, I'd like to bring up that there was not one, not two, but three smooches. Yeah, Yeah. that might be more than we've ever seen. Yet the noises too. They had. They actually did the sound effects. Mm -hmm. Wet. Wet smoochies. There was a smooch between Jackson and Allie. And then another smooch between Jackson and Allie, and then a smooch between Allie and a freshly birthed calf. <laughs> out was covered in cow juice, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know who did the what is it ADR folly yeah. folly. I don't know who did Fol- the folly yeah. effects for that, but uh, <laughs> it's like I need you. It's cow juice out of a cow. And uh, human lips are smacking it in between. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. I'll, t- I'll tell you how they did it. I'll tell you how they do it. They, you, you take a you take a jar of jam. You open up that you open up that jar of jam. You slop it all down on a counter. Then <sighs> you take a marble rolling pin mm. and 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 you just you just slather it around and just mm-hmm. roll it and and hold a microphone over it. Yeah, that's Brand- yeah. 
Where I have been watching hoof trimming videos, Brandon has been watching slime ASR, ASMR videos. On, on the real though, you guys should watch Foley artist videos on oh, yeah. YouTube. There I are have. a lot of them. It's so cool. Yeah, I did cool. some Foley in college. I one time simulated the sound of vomiting into a toilet by taking a can of Campbell's Chunky Soup and <laughs> pouring it directly into a toilet bowl. That's great. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't really get the the right echo otherwise because that, that you know there's a there's a, a cavernous bowl and you need that sound to bounce off of the <laughs> you know the the porcelain throne. Yeah, I said to the person who was running um, like. Uh, errands that day i was like i need a can of campbell's chunky soup <laughs> yeah mom mom can you send me more money for college i need to pour more food down the toilet <laughs> <laughs> that's the it literally and figuratively true <laughs> thanks to all our moms thanks oh to God, liberal guys. arts educations the not only the outfits but this is untapped territory in the disney channel tipsy panel which is the teenage girls' bedrooms in some of these movies. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we don't it's talk about like, that nearly enough. It's just all... It, they're so stylized. It's all princess beds and, like, chunky side dressers. Mm-hmm. Big, um, big posters of, like, heartthrobs. Mm-hmm. Like, and large. Their, va- their vanity mirrors are covered in, in like, little letters and mm-hmm. hearts and, and tiny pictures. Mm-hmm. In case you forgot, this character's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Her bedroom we, reflects it. We need to femcode the girls. Very important. The other thing in this era that we've never talked about, but I would say 2000, 2000 to 2009 was the worst offender of bad computer noises when you're doing anything on the computer mm-hmm. where like literally it's like click a website and the website's like Boo-doo-ding! like everything is like <laughs> making like futuristic yeah. website noises and there's no way that disney channel is going to pay aol to get that classic real the door opening the door closing yeah oh i miss that yeah me too just thinking about it sends me back oh everyone's like oh my god who's on Someone mm-hmm. just came on. Did my crush come on? Is my crush here? No, Aww. my crush. My crush signed on and then immediately sent an away message. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys! In a middle school dance, I begged my friends to get my crush's AOL number, AOL number, AOL screen name, and they did. And then I messaged him and I said, "Hey, do you like Brennan?" And then I immediately replied, "Sorry, that was my brother." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Brendan! I love it. That's so yeah. good. When I was in sixth grade, I asked my crush if she wanted to be my girlfriend, and she did not say yes. She said, basically, you know, we'll, you know, this is all too soon. Let's let's take. We'll see. And I told everybody that she said yes, and she was very mad. <laughs> Aww. Was this over AOL? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, this was over AOL Instant Messenger. I also put in my buddy profile that I wrote, I love Matt Groening, the creator of The Simpsons. And then someone (laughs) messaged me and said, who is that? He doesn't go to our school. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where you say, oh, yeah, no, he does. He sits behind me in math. And then I had to say, I'm talking about a middle-aged man, and I'm 14. (laughs) Maybe, maybe younger. 
Well, I know that Matt Groening listens to this show, so he's yeah. going to reach out. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Matt. Anyway. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Call us up um, at 914-863-1613. Tell us how you saw Brennan's AOL instant messenger away message. Guys, Do I you know really... know how hard it is getting a cease and desist before puberty? <laughs> <laughs> you know, guys, though, I got to say, the... Disney Channel Tipsy Panel couch gag on the most recent Simpsons episode. Really mm. good. I think oh, they yeah. animated us really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish he didn't make my, my ears so big, but you know what? There's nothing I can do about that. Thanks, Thanks Matt. Matt. Thanks, Thanks, Banksy, who drew that on behalf of The Simpsons. The Simpsons-Banksy collab about the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. <laughs> we made it, guys. It's the crossover wow. event of the century. Yeah, I can't believe we didn't post about this. No, it was, it was secret. We, it just had to come out organically. Yeah, yeah. True. This is the first I'm hearing about this. Actually. Yeah, we didn't want to make I, a big I deal. I took a picture. Uh, I took the the picture of uh, you that with the Polaroid that we have on our on our uh, kitchen wall. Yeah, well, I just took that one and I said, "Here, just just make this guy." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Matt found said, guy. "I found a guy." <laughs> All right, back to the movie. Back to the movie because very important. This was I thought about this the entire movie when they get to the yogurt factory. <laughs> They're doing basically like, you know, the I Love Lucy gag, like the, 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 the conveyor belt is moving too fast and they have to do stuff. Allie's job is to take a stack of yogurt containers yeah. and one at a time put them in to another stack of yogurt containers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why? And, and then put lids on the filled yogurts by hand. Yeah. I was trying to figure that out as well, and I could not come up with a logical reason why. I could accept putting the lids on the container, because that's the whole I Love Lucy gag. You know, you have to do a thing on a conveyor belt, and then the conveyor belt speeds up and things get screwed up. Whatever. Fine. But putting a a stack of yogurt containers one by one into another stack was just the dumbest thing Mm -hmm. I have ever seen as like, you know, that's that's like the first AD telling her, all right, you got to do something with your hands. Otherwise, you're just standing there. Can you take these and just just place them? Yeah. And in their defense, though, uh, Ali and AJ, the people, uh, the actors and also kids watching that don't know what you do at a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were like, whatever. This just, is what- it does not just mime basically anything and this is a job to anyone watching use your hands to do something repetitive yeah that's working <laughs> yeah maybe this was like on take your child to work day and the director's kid was just like you're gonna take these containers mm-hmm. you're gonna take this tub and put it there <laughs> okay whatever you say tommy you got it. I'm sorry. Are we really doing? I what feel this like says? all of most of our jobs. Well, Brandon educates the youth, but don't you feel if you break it down, really, all you're doing is putting yogurt containers from one box into the other? Because that's what it yes. feels like to me on some days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think more than any of you, that is what my job is. We are all yeah. just transporting Daddy's yogurt from A to B. Yeah, that's our lives. Except my for job, me, Daddy's yogurt is knowledge. <laughs> My job, oddly, I would say is a little different because I actually remove cell phones from yogurt, uh, which you'd be surprised how many get in there. It's, it's, it's thousands per yogurt factory. It's a full-time job. We do need to talk about this middle-aged man who is just 
crapping oh. on every single thing that these teenage girls say. He hates them. He absolutely hates them. This is a, a 33-year-old man named, I think, Tommy or Thomas or whatever, who just takes everything that they say and is like, how could you be so stupid? Everything you do is an idiot move. Several adults <laughs> in this movie are like, God, we hate you. Yeah. To, their, to these yeah. kids' yeah. face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It almost or feels like, like an... Uh, it almost feels like an I think you should leave skit where sudden, like one person is doing something crazy and then suddenly everyone turns. Yeah. And everyone is doing that same crazy thing of just shitting on these two teenage girls. Um, they also get reprimanded for like putting, they like, they were like 45 seconds behind. Yes. And then, and then all the other workers were like, well, now the whole day is fucking so behind. So ruined, like like a Jeffrey Bezos fever dream. <laughs> yes, I think what they're trying um, to do is show that uh, working class people are bad and angry. My takeaway from this, based on the end of the movie, is that any person at all can do a working class person's job, which is not the message that you should take away. Yeah, right. But where they're like, oh, we have literally just tonight to you know get this product shipped out. And we need an extra like 50 workers. They just get any old people who have no idea what they're doing and they get it done. Mm -hmm. That doesn't tell yeah. me anything valuable at all. I mean, they eat out, they eat sandwiches out of vending machines. Yeah. Um, but then, then, so like Brandon said, someone's embezzling money. So they all band together and work for free to like, because they love their job and they love their boss. And it's like, do you? Because you guys can't get four minutes behind schedule without everyone, like, yeah, losing their mind. They love daddy's yogurt. Yeah. Oh, who doesn't? They love daddy's yogurt. What is in daddy's yogurt? I swear. <laughs> now, I know it's a kid's movie, so it doesn't really matter. But please just give me 30 oh, seconds sorry, to talk Brandon. about now the money. Now you're drawing the line? <laughs> yeah, because the money confused me. Now, <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say. So I'm, I'm going to say a bunch of things. First off, um, Mr. Perez, who is Manny Santos's dad. With, in Degrassi, which I loved. Um, wow, He I? tells them that this is a small company because he's like, oh, life at a small company, there's no secrets for very long. But they're also the number one um, client of this farm who is providing all of the dairy for them. And then also, they need at least $25,000 to pay off the, um, the workers for just a week. Not even a week. They're probably yeah. more than that. But, like, I, I can't imagine. So, we see maybe like 40 workers. Yeah. And I can't imagine all of them make, like, you know, nearly $1,000 a week. Because then also, Allie has to sell her car for $9,000. This whole movie takes place over the course of a week. So, that's just one week of paychecks. Yep. That's $34,000 so far that they have taken and just given to the workers because they didn't have any other money and they had to do that. This doesn't seem like a small company. It, I was going to say they're not paying their workers very much. Yeah, they're not. No. This, they did talk about money a lot and like specific numbers for a kid's movie. Yeah. Well, they like, had to show that Alice's good at math. Yeah, she is. Oh, that's right. She's just like Brandon. But Guys, did you know that girls can do math? I've just learned that. Mm -hmm. No, because yeah. everyone knows everyone knows your math brain is stored in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in defense of this movie, which is not something I think I've ever said on the podcast, um, it did take place in 
2000 and something, the first part of the 2000 and something. Before the the crash, yeah. Yeah. So inflation um, was only severe instead of out of control. True. Yeah. Before that (laughs) once-in-a-lifetime recession, that happened twice in our lifetimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In our lifetimes. yeah. Yeah. So a $9,000 Mustang then would now cost, like, $34,000. So... Mm Our perspective is all fucked because we're just a bunch of entitled avocado toast eating millennials. <laughs> Even that seems low, but I'm get, maybe I'm getting too in the weeds and the economics of whatever this movie's called. Let me yeah. freaking nomics it down. This movie's called also, Daddy's Yogurt. Daddy's like, Yogurt. Yeah. These, these people. This guy's like, oh, I wish I could, you know, do something, but you know, my sweetie needs braces. Uh, Lisa right. needs braces, and. And then, like, the the boss just, the, I know it's like, oh, the boss always makes more, but it just seems a little exaggerated in this movie for being, like, a yeah. hometown farm yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get operation. It. It's like, I, They're I like, we haven't even talked about the party. Yeah. Oh, the party. The, the big party. That's oh, where the, the party. The cotillion? Guys, I the don't cotillion. know. Oh, is that the party you're talking about? I thought you were talking about the workers' party. Oh, because the lunch? I don't, I don't know about you guys, but after a long week of work, all I want to do is get together with all of my coworkers. But yep. wait a second. No, you said the workers' party. Overtime. That's called communism. Mm. Mm. I, that's what that's called. Fine with that. I thought you were talking about the workers' lunchtime party. Oh, my God. They play the worker band gets on stage in the cafeteria and plays bluegrass for each other because that's what I want to do in the middle of my work day and not get paid extra is sing a bluegrass song about my job. I will never be able to adequately describe the dancing man who gets up during that bluegrass song. It's like he's doing the Carlton dance, but doesn't care at all. Like he's just swaying his arms a little bit. It's, it's so incredible. There were a lot of Tim and Eric esque moments with the B actors in this movie. And I, I cannot stress enough how important it is to see those things. There's another moment at the, the, the weekend party, the, the workers' party, where everyone is just... I don't remember why. Somebody starts like giving a monologue and everybody claps. And as the clapping is dying down, for no reason, they cut to a close-up shot of Melvin, <laughs> the accountant, clapping. And just he goes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever decided on that shot is a comedic genius, and they don't even know it. Hey, guys. I like that there were no cops in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck the police. uh, All the money goes missing. Who cares? We'll we'll, We'll let two teenage girls figure it out. They got this. We can let them just take care of the rest. There were firefighters, though. Yeah. Support the thin red line. (laughs) Yep. And uh, I guess there's no phones in Europe in this universe. Yogurt Daddy can't pick up. Was he in Europe? I assumed he was on like a safari in Africa. Yeah, I thought he was in like South America. I thought they said Bolivia. Did they? I don't know. He was looking for for butterflies. Which is an incredible... 
He's looking for butterflies. Looking for, you want butterflies? An incredible side plot. Like, how do we get this guy out of here? Oh, he's a rare butterfly collector. Oh, uh, and we found a rare butterfly. Daddy's just looking for some butterflies, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is very good. Hey, should we do the decom dad hour? Yeah. Oh, okay. sure. Yeah, I think it's time. There's, there's, there's really only one dad that we care about, and the dad is the state senator from the office. If yes. If you caught that. Um. Honestly, I, I like this dad. He, he's like a him. good dad. He's pretty, he's super chill all the time. Even when he's mad, he's still pretty chill. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does look out for what's best for his girls. I, I, I like this dad. What, what can I say? He's got good yogurt. I give him an A. Yeah, and he looks out for his workers too. So, yeah. Um, a plus. He's a good work dad. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, on, I'm up there with you guys. I give him a Y for yogurt. Yeah. But I'll give him an A, too, for vitamin A, which is found in yogurt, I think. He's got a lot of protein in his yogurt. Give him an A for acidophilus, one of the beneficial bacteria in yogurt. (laughs) Live cultures, whole milk. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I'm just looking at the motivational poster in the workers' locker room. It just says confidence, and it's a guy rock climbing. (laughs) Hang in uh, there. Well, before we do, while we're still on the segment part of it, was segment segment, let's do our <laughs> other segment called the F-Bomb. Decom, Decom F-Bomb. F-Bomb. Love the Decom F-Bomb. Hey, if this were a PG-13 movie, yeah. if this were a PG-13 movie, you get to drop the F-Bomb once. Drop it somewhere. Somebody go ahead. I would drop it in the cafeteria. I'm just fascinated by the cafeteria dynamic because when they walk in, it's like a record scratch, these two kids. Uh, So someone just, to their face, they were inches away from just leaning in and whispering, fuck you, at these kids who are just going, you fucking idiot. So yeah, that. Oh my God, we didn't even talk about how... uh, AJ wears chopsticks in her hair and she pushes them through the hairnet. Yes. Oh my God. Like a true effing idiot. (laughs) (laughs) My F bomb is also in the cafeteria. Um, And it's related to that Tom guy because before everybody else started shitting on these girls, he was the only one who was just, you know, telling them everything you do is bad. You guys are spoiled, rotten, you're idiots, you're stupid, rich girls. And after whatever, like the fifth line that he says, I was just waiting for someone in the back of the cafeteria to go, shut the fuck up, Tom. <laughs> he needed it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we didn't really talk a lot about the B plot of this movie, which is the cotillion dance. But uh, the younger of the two sisters is supposed to go to this big fancy dance and she needs a date. And she chooses a French foreign exchange student of the name Philippe. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she drops out of the dance t- so she can uh, take the money and give it back to the farm, to the yogurt factory, she's dancing with him. And up come the other girls who are supposed to have the cotillion with her. They're like chatting. And then she dances away and she goes, twirly, Philippe, you beautiful fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Which was almost the right line. I was convinced that Philippe was just a a, a, a SoCal plant mm-hmm. 
But I looked it up, and he's actually from French Canada. He's French-Canadian. Yeah. That guy was actually French? Yeah. No way. He lo- I was like, this dude is doing the worst French accent. I mean, he's bilingual. Whoa. Yeah. Well, he's French-Canadian, so that's yeah, why so it's French different. Yeah. sounds weird. Sounds like George St. Pierre. Yeah. He's from, I can't pronounce that, Etobicoke, Ontario. Etobicoke. That sounds more correct, but I think it might just be because you said it in a French accent. In Montreal, the French accent is a little more pronounced. Yeah, I'm offended. You sound somebody. like Pierre Escargot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, oh, I guess I have to do an F bomb, right? You got this, do Ryan. It. Um, hmm. I see you looking at the screen, so just pick whatever subtitles on there and just like yeah. stick it in. Just stick one in. Courtney, that's not fucking true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who Courtney is. Perfect. No, Courtney, that's either Allie or AJ. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know who's who. Yeah, I don't know their names. Allie, their real matter. names, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Ryan's right. Well, I'm going to have to sell my, my Mustang to you because uh, we can't afford milk. All I got is nine grand. Oh, fuck. Whatever. (laughs) That guy, the delivery guy, has some of my favorite lines. He has some of my favorite deliveries in the movie, and they're not the yogurt. He, when they're at the the nighttime work party, um, they're all throwing around ideas like, oh, the, you know, the stores weren't accepting the things because the expiration date was wrong on them. What are we going to do? And somebody suggests an idea. And he has the greatest delivery of his line, which is just no. He, like, you know, someone suggests an idea and he just goes, no. He delivers this <laughs> with the gravitas of like an 8,000 year old tree in, in a <laughs> fantasy world who is prophesying the end of the second era. Tree beard. No. The stores won't accept the yogurts that way. <laughs> this it was man, expired. And then he and we then can't for, repackage yogurt. <laughs> like ten seconds later, he has this incredible belly laugh. Like, oh, ho, ho, ho. He's, he sounds like Santa. He's saying <laughs> he was just trying to make the most of his screen time. He was trying to milk yeah. it for all it was worth. He lost his all of his future jobs to Bobby Moynihan, and it's really sad. Oh yeah, that makes two of us. <laughs> oh, three of us, man. My job, Bobby Moynihan, actually, I just got a text. He took my job removing cell phones from yogurt containers oh, no. for Axelrod. Yeah, I work for Axelrod <sighs> Yogurt. And uh, so I don't That's know how so good sad. he is, but if anyone starts finding 2000s cell phones like Nokia's in their yogurts, blame Bobby Moynihan. I hear Lockheed Martin is hiring for a cell phone remover. No, mm-hmm. sorry. Bobby Moynihan got that one. Too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. He has an in there. Bobby Moynihan was, is actually the son of the CEO of Lockheed Martin. And we can tweet that. That's true. Mm-hmm. He loves daddy's yogurt. <laughs> he loves missile defense systems. <laughs> he invented the sidewinder. <laughs> He's got a daisy cutter in his closet. <laughs> Did you guys catch any good, uh, good credits names? Lorna Dune. No, that's not true. I made that <laughs> that's a cookie, stupid. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call that's you That's partially stupid. right. It is a cookie, but I'm not stupid. I'm actually very smart. You are. I liked Lars V. Niederhauser. 
It's kind of rolls off the tongue. Oh, Jeff Fruitman. Yeah, we've yeah. seen Jeff Fruitman yeah. before. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I don't know what Jeff Fruitman has done before, but let me see if I could pop it He's up. He's a but set I, decorator. As I saw that, nice. I was like, this person has been in these movies before. Oh, Hanalore Basinger Key. Yeah. yeah. What kind of name is Hanalore? Incredible I, Never name. heard that. That's my name. Steven oh, Fitzmaurice we've seen before. Yeah, that's Brian's name. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Fruitman was the set deck for Camp Rock. Okay. So that could be where we've seen his name before. Um, and Jump In. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be... Whoa. A, a Did we say Ordina Stephens Thompson? What? No. Ordina? Ordina. Oh. It's a good name. Good, good name. I kind of like, like it, actually. Ordina. Yeah. Von Flores. That's kind of fun. <laughs> oh, Von, that's um, that's Manny's dad. That's ugh, what the hell? Two Degrassi actors in this. There was Manny's dad, but then there was also uh, Jane, one of the later Degrassi actors. I can't even say later. I think she started in season seven, which at this point in Degrassi's tenure is not even the second half of the show. Um. Guys, yeah, watch James out! In this. Brandon's gonna make us watch Degrassi after we're done with all the decoms. No. Oh man, you guys! <laughs> if you don't, you're missing out. I I do just you know recreationally throw on a Degrassi. My wife and I'll do that every now and then. We're on season three right now. Uh, I think the last one we watched was one of the ones right before their Breakfast Club episode. It was the one where. Uh, Toby hacks into the system to change Jimmy's grades. Remember, Jimmy is Drake. Um, it was a good episode. I liked that one. Okay. I, wa- I watched a hoof trimming video recently where the cow uh, needed the whole entire heel uh, removed. An incredible thing about YouTube <laughs> is that you did not pursue this. Nope. But YouTube recommended it to you based on whatever you've seen. It knew. They knew. They knew. That's insane. Yeah. I can't wait to see what next. What comes next. <laughs> what what next? What, what next? next? <laughs> it's a degree off of pimple popping videos. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm into those, though. So you might like hoof trimming. I did enjoy the brief clips that we saw together. Yeah. Um, there, there, you know, there is a bit of a similarity. It's like a medical procedure, mm-hmm. like a close-up shot. So yeah, yeah I, I, I see, I see the crossover. There's a really good bacteria. Yeah, love the bacteria. There's a really good farrier on YouTube too, just putting shoes on horses. That's mm. good content. Mm. Farrier content. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I think I could do it. <laughs> you should try. I've watched enough. I'm just gonna find a horse and try and a cow. Look at a cow. Say I can fix. I'll it. let you try on you. me first, James. Okay. Um, I will say I have dug dirt out of a horse's horseshoe before, and it's uh-huh. very satisfying. Right. I it bet. Looks yeah. Like- like you said pick. Doug Dirt. I thought that was a name. Doug Dirt. <laughs> I mean, my name. Doug Dirt. My name Doug Dirt. There that's must be a, a Doug Dirt out. There. Has to be. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, we should probably Doug wrap this up. Dirt. Yeah, Did anyone please. catch the Rain Man reference? Yes. What? I don't think any kid is going to get that. And these are not the children's movies that are made for like kids and parents to watch together. These right. are the ones just made for kids. Right. But they threw a Rain Man reference in. It's beautiful. <laughs> they got a beautiful mind. What? What was the reference? That was it. The, no, that um, 
AJ said that her sister is like Rain Man with math. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Is it Just, Rain Man so like AKA Rain Man with math? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, right? He is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was lame. That was a cop out. This is small, but it just pissed me off. So there's like, they don't call attention to it, but in the factory, there's a sign that's like, we've gone 246 days without an injury or accident or right. something. Yeah. It's, I think it says injury on it, and it's like, we're on day, our record is 247. And the day that Ali and AJ start working there is like the, presumably the day that they would tie the streak. And, they all they do is spill blueberry syrup to go in the blueberry thing, and they they count that as like a workplace injury, uh-huh. and they have to erase it. And then they spill they they spill something. They work in Daddy's yogurt shop. You're gonna get messy. <laughs> oh, Daddy's yogurt gets spread all Daddy's over yogurt, the factory. Listen, Daddy's yogurt gets on your face. It gets on your chest. It get Daddy's yogurt gets everywhere. Daddy is indiscriminate about his yogurt. Yeah, placement. it. But like, that's not an accident. Daddy plans on that. Daddy's purposeful yogurt. <laughs> So when daddy's yogurt gets all over your face, that counts as an injury. James, I'm going to do you one better because yeah. they, whatever, they erased it. They set it to zero. The next day, there is another incident. Mm-hmm. That's lesser. But they erase the zero and write zero <laughs> again because they show them erasing the, the, the zero. You don't need to erase the zero no. to rewrite zero. Yeah. Nothing has changed. No, no nothing. That's right. That bothered me. That's wow. That is actually worse. And that's it. That's it. I don't. I, who's that's got something? That's it, everybody. That's our show, everybody. That's no, it. it's not our show. We got more because we have to rate the movie. Does anyone have anything else before we rate this? Um, I wish this movie was better. Okay. All right. Time to rate it. Uh, we do thumbs up or thumbs down. That's it. Somebody go. Ryan, you're already talking about it. Go I ahead. I wish this movie was better. <laughs> Thumbs down? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There should have been more cursing or profound. I don't know. Ryan, we're 60 oh episodes God, into guys, this. I, I think you know thought. the deal here. I just had a thought. Everyone what be quiet. Friend <laughs> in time. Should we, okay, should we go into Wikipedia and go into the reception section of every one of these movies and then oh. like, be like, Brandon James Ryan and Brendan of the Dipsy Channel to Okay. Oh, wow. We got to do that. Who's stopping us? We're going to hire an intern. We're going to hire an intern and have the intern do it. Yes. Who is our intern? Marvin. No, Marvin's the accountant. Do we have an intern? Brandon. Marvin, go away. Brandon. I know I said your name, Marvin. I didn't mean to. Get out of here. I'm hungry. Marvin. I'd like some yogurt. I'll give you some of Daddy's yogurt later, but Marvin, you got to go back in the closet, okay? Marvin, listen to me. Marvin, Marvin, Marvin. Oh, oh no. Oh, Marvin's choking. It's because we didn't water down the yogurt enough. Oh, but Daddy's God. yogurt's really thick. Marvin, just guys, we need a new accountant. Let's get Melvin. Oh yeah, he writes yeah. the checks by hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, which one of you fuckers wants to rate this okay, movie? Okay, I'm gonna rate this movie. Uh, you know what? When we were doing the treat, the tipsy treatment, I was like, "Oh, this looks like a big pile of stinky cow manure," but I, I kind of like this one. I can't put my finger on why. I think I had a good message, a good lesson for the youth. Um, you know, 
I'm going to give it a thumbs up. That's fair, I guess. I, I, I'm real torn on this one. I, it's bad. Um, but there's just enough different about it that I didn't hate it. And that's become the barometer to say thumbs up. I, I, I thumbs up. Wow. Cool. Uh, I liked the characters or the two main characters from the beginning. I thought they were better than most protagonists of DCOMs. And I, I was entertained. Obviously the third act sucks. The third act of yeah. every DCOM sucks. And I have just come to accept yeah, that. Mm-hmm. This one sucked. Yeah, yeah, nobody knows. A lot. Nobody knows how to write past the fifty-minute mark. No, but it's fine. They should just be less than an hour. Oh, when we yeah. write ours, it'll be fifty minutes. Yeah. That's fine, and that's nice. fine. They'll buy it because it's all going to be on Disney Plus. Yeah, mm-hmm. they could do whatever they want. They don't have to fill commercial breaks. I give it a thumbs up. I enjoyed it. I liked it. Don't know why. I liked it. It was fun. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. All right. So as the odd man out now, I feel like I have to explain because I didn't elaborate at all. That's before. fine. Yeah. Um. I think it was the portrayal of working people that bothered me. Fair. Because the portrayal of rich people is that they are, you know, there's a duality there, right? Like rich people can be self-absorbed, but then they can see the light and help their community, which is, I think, by and large, not true. But <laughs> they're they irredeemable. It, yes. Yeah, they give the rich the redeeming quality. Whereas, yeah. the, well, they can help their community. Right, exactly. But many they don't. times they yeah. choose not to. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, the um, working class folks were basically portrayed as being stubborn, as being, um, you know, unwelcoming to new people or outsiders and and basically just being overly skeptical to the point where it it actively harms them, essentially. Um, Yeah. So that's what did it for me. Fair. No, that makes sense. I, I totally get that because we have talked throughout this about how they make all the working people pretty against the protagonist until just like the end. Right. It's like, oh, you can help us. Yeah. I guess we should have listened to you in the first place. Yeah. All I do is fill yeah. the yoga containers. I, I like to think of it that the perception was not supposed to be working class versus rich. It was kids versus adults. We're like, why yeah. don't we, we don't take them seriously because they're kids. Uh-huh. Um, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt there, but the message is is still easily misinterpreted. But then again, these kids were able to scrape up $30,000 on a whim. Well, they're rich. Well, right. yeah, but I'm saying like they are... They didn't have to like do anything. They already no, had that they money. Did, yes, the the yeah. hardest thing they had to do was go to somebody and say, do you want a nice car? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. They did work. I'm not saying they didn't work, but yeah. getting the money was not the work. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Daddy's going to shoot out so much yogurt, you'll all be sorry. <laughs> Daddy's got to work overtime to make his yogurt and clean up this mess you made for him. Oh, this Marvin! Yogurt, this yogurt's so good. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so because this is our 60th episode, I wanted to run a, little, a few stats. Um, and there are some, some notable things that have happened with our 60th episode. Um, one thing that has happened is that uh, James is officially split 50-50 with his ups and yeah, downs. James has given 30 so. ups and 30 downs. Yeah. And Brennan is the only person on this podcast to have given more thumbs down than thumbs up. Wow. Really? Yeah, I... yeah Brennan's the only one. What? The only one? You're the only one. Ryan is currently sitting at 29 thumbs down, but 30 thumbs up. 
Oh my god. Oh, that's yeah. right. I'm getting soft in my old age. Yeah, Ryan, you gotta you gotta harden up. Uh, we've given twelve movies all ups. We've given eleven movies all downs. Wait, what are you at, Brandon? Uh, I'm at 32, 33 and twenty seven. Wow, that's close and you're, as I thought it would be. You're the uh, staunchest ally of decoms, and even you are like barely fifty percent of the correct. time they're good. <laughs> that is correct. Yes, uh, I ran another stat just because I don't think we've ever talked about it before. I wanted to see who on this show agrees in their ratings the most, Ooh. and who agrees the least. Ooh. Anybody oh. want to take some guesses? I'm gonna guess that I agree oh. with you, Brandon, the least. That is absolutely correct. Huh. Um, yeah. We agree 65% of the time, That's which is still, still a lot. lot. I'm going to guess maybe me and Ryan agree the most. I, I agree with Brennan a lot. Though. Yeah. Yeah, true. Ryan and Brennan agree 81%. Yo. Whoa. Ryan, my bro. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Brennan and I agree two thirds of the time. It's it's exactly two thirds. Wow. Uh, James and I agree seventy one percent of the time. That's a lot. Um, Ryan, you and I are sixty five and a half percent. So pretty close to me. But it's you and Brennan agree all the time, so it makes sense. Um, Brennan and James agree sixty nine percent of the time. Nice, yeah, nice, James. <laughs> nice, nice, dude. Yeah. And James and Ryan agree seventy four percent of the time. Not as nice, but nice. Well, three quarters. Yeah. Yeah. So. On the whole, most of us agree most of the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no one who agrees less than half of the time. Mm -hmm. And 23 of the 60 movies we've done were either all ups or all downs. Wow. So, these movies are pretty polarizing. Either yeah. they're enjoyable and we could all enjoy them. So, you know, 12 out of 60. So, 20% of the time, we say they're just good. 11 out of 60. So, also about 20% of the time, we say they're just bad. And then in between, we we all generally have uh, similar opinions. Well, here's the thing. You know, we're all adults here, even though we've spent the whole episode here making innuendos about daddy's yogurt. What do you mean an innuendo? We're all adults here is what I mean. Wait, hold, by hold, that. hold on. You're saying it's like a like a like a sex thing? My point is that these are movies made for children. And I feel like a lot of my criticisms with these movies are that I am a big boy and the movie is made for little boys. <laughs> and that's really what it comes down to. I mean, I'm watching this. I'm like, this is stupid. I, I understand. I get that. It's just, it's not for me, you know? And that's why I'm always frustrated with these because they're not made for big boys like me. We have like life poisoning. Yeah. We've just been rubbed down, much like a cow's hoof on a hard <laughs> surface. You can't stop. <laughs> you don't miss. Slowly ground down over yeah, the course of over the course of time. All right, all right, all right. Enough of the hoofs. We'll talk about hoofs after the show. But that's it, everybody. We're done. That's episode sixty. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, find us on Instagram at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. Find us on Twitter at Tipsy Panel. Call the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel hotline, 914-863-1613. You can email us, DisneyChannelTipsyPanel at gmail.com. Uh, send us anything. It's been, a long, it's been almost a year since anyone told us where they were when Michael Jackson died. I still want to hear that. It's a fun little thing to get in my inbox. Just break it, you know, during my lunch break, find out that, oh, you... you 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 were at Hannaford? Sure. Cool. Wow. Great. I was at the Piggly Wiggly, and they came on the loudspeaker and said, ladies and gentlemen, 
Michael has passed. <laughs> I was sitting in a big circle of people eating barbecue chicken. Mm. That is I true. Was in a, I was in a very sketchy bedroom. Which, okay, actually, I just heard that come out of my mouth. It wasn't <laughs> Was it your own bedroom, Brennan? No, no, but it wasn't. Whatever you're thinking, it wasn't that sketchy. <laughs> Getting some daddy's yogurt. No. 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 All right. Whoa. That's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. I'll have another decom for you. Bye. 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 Yeah, that was great.